Welcome to the New Yorker's November 8, 2010 issue. We have seven articles for you. In the talk of the town, Lizzie Whittacombe reports on the recent investment craze for precious metals. Next, in the financial page, James Sirwicky writes about the continuing woes that are plaguing the banks. Then Hilton Halls profiles avant-garde playwright and poet Entozake Shange. After that, Jennifer Kahn writes about a former marathon champion who is crafting new techniques for training runners. Following that, Stephen Shapin reports on how targeted therapies are holding out the promise of a new era in cancer treatment, as he reviews Siddhartha Mukherjee's book, The Emperor of All Maladies. And finally, in the current cinema, David Denby reviews the political melodrama Fair Game, starring Sean Penn and Naomi Watts, and 127 Hours, based on Aaron Alston's memoir and starring James Franco. But first, it's this week's comment. In Leaks, Steve Call writes about the Iraq archives published by WikiLeaks. Julian Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, had a tumultuous youth in Australia and grew into an autodidact with eclectic skills and a deep distrust of hierarchies and governments. In 2006, as he prepared to launch a digital enterprise devoted to the exposure of secrets, he wrote a sort of manifesto about the structure of official conspiracy and its effects on human welfare. He quoted Shakespeare, Machiavelli, and Lord Halifax. The writing veers between lucidity and opaqueness. Its tone, familiar from science fiction, echoes the purifying language of purges and revolutions. We must understand the key generative structure of bad government. We must develop a way of thinking about this structure that is strong enough to carry us through the mire of competing political moralities and into a position of clarity. In July, WikiLeaks defied the Obama administration by publishing 76,000 intelligence and military field reports from the Afghan war. In October, it posted nearly 400,000 secret documents generated on the front lines of the Iraq conflict. The archives are bracing and valuable. There is a literary quality to their all-caps urgency and secret jargon. They disclose important new facts about civilian casualties, the torture of detainees by our allies, Iran's exported violence, the disruptions caused by private contractors, and the debilitating patterns of clandestine warfare in two benighted regions. America's all-volunteer military has left many in the country at a remove from the debasements of the wars. The WikiLeaks archives offer an authentic transcript of them. All wars are terrible, but some must be fought. A democracy is strengthened when its citizens are confronted with the raw truths that follow from the choices of their elected leaders.